Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the podcast. And the subject of this podcast is going to be the reality of the G-Manifesto. The reality of the G-Manifesto. I get a lot of questions from people listening to previous podcasts who ask me things like, you know, who is this guy? What does the G-Manifesto do? Is this guy really doing what he says he's doing? Is he a real person? Is uh, he re- <laughs> is he is he really living in a village by the sea? Uh, what things does he do? This, that, the other thing. And so uh, he and I, the G-Manifesto and I both thought that this would be a good opportunity to put some of those questions to bed so to speak, and answer some of these questions and flesh out some uh, some of the uh, the outlines with with some shading and coloring. So that's what we're going to do here. That's what we're going to do. So let me first just say that uh, that he and I communicate on pretty much a daily basis, and uh, he's a very interesting guy, very funny guy, very nice guy, actually a real gentleman. And, um, you know, he's, he, he has his own lifestyle. He has his own routine going on. And it's a very, very structured type of routine. Okay. He lives, he does live in a village by the sea in a, in, in a temperate zone, a tropical to temperate zone. And, you know, he gets up in the morning. He, he does really do the early morning beach walks and, Sees the sandpipers along the shore doing their footwork thing. He does go out for early morning ocean swims. And he really does do these things. You know, this is not just, I, I know because I can just tell from the communications and the discussions I've had with him, just the things he says the photos that I've seen that he's provided me, things like that. So you can, you can, you know, you can, you can tell you know when you're talking to someone if they if they've lived what they're talking about or if it's all just role playing so there's there's no doubt in my mind about that and so some things just have to be taken on faith when it comes to that and you know one of the common questions that come out from people they say well you know if he's if he's so real if he really is doing all these things then why doesn't he just come out why doesn't he show himself or give his name or hear his voice or give interviews or all this that the other thing and the simple answer to that the best answer i can give is some people just prefer not to do that well i mean there's several reasons the first reason is some people just prefer to maintain privacy they just, for whatever personal reason they have, they just want to do that. There's nothing, there's nothing that should be imputed to that that's evil or malevolent or malicious or bad. Some people just prefer to maintain uh, discretion. You know, it's, it, it could be a, a, I'm not going to go into all the details, the reasons why, but just take it from me that there's nothing sinister about it. It's just a, it's just a personal choice. And you have to understand the other the other reason is he, he's an older guy he's about my age, and uh, you know guys of that generation you know we're not the 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 attention whoring thing is not really part of their DNA, that's not something that they really were grew up doing, or this uh, you know 
getting on Instagram and and uh, uh, being out there and doing this, that, and the other thing. That that's 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 kind of a a younger generation thing. I mean, the the rule is not is not universal, but I think there also is some generational uh, things going on there with that. So it's just that that's just the reality. And you know, if if people don't like that. If that bothers somebody, you know, then his attitude would would be basically like, well, well, go fuck yourself, you know. That's just how it's going to be. And if you don't like that, if you can't deal with that, then, you know, go listen to somebody else. And, you know, some of the other things, questions that I get that I can tell that some people, some of the younger guys especially are, are peeved at or it bothers them or it upsets them is this obsession that a lot of that you see out there a lot of guys have with with precise literal uh truth or lit- literal um equivalence on on every single thing that someone says uh or or, or does um, i guess the best way to characterize it is is a um an inability to develop one's um, sense of artistic hyperbole, literary hyperbole. You know, there are people out there that think everything has to be strictly and rigidly equivalent, and a one-for-one equivalence between what you say and what you're actually what you're actually doing. Like, in other words, if someone says he's up in the in a treetop throwing coconuts at weesh dudes then someone has to be literally doing that. They don't understand that that can be a, basically a metaphor for some other some other activity, just a humorous metaphor. And this is, I don't know what it is. This is some sort of millennial disease, or I don't know what it is. I think it's an educational thing, or it's a, there's some sort of cultural thing going on, because I don't know if it's just a lack of imagination. It really comes down to lack of imagination, this autistic inability to use one's imagination and creativity to just just hear a metaphor and just roll with it and just enjoy it i don't know i don't know what it is but there's something there but the the point is that there is enough truth going on there like the things that he says that he does are are true enough that i can honestly say that pretty much everything that he writes about and talks about is is factually based it's not made up he's not just some guy living in his mother's basement this is someone who actually does what he says that he does okay so some things have to just be taken on on faith you would not be able to sustain a personality like that online if it was all just invented it's just it's not possible it's not possible I've seen the photos, okay? Just take it from me. And, um, you know, I think, I think that's another, another lesson that kind of goes along with that is, you know, some people, you just have to give them their space. Some people just want to be left alone. You know, everybody has their own little thing going on out there. And if people have their little thing going on, they have their gig going on, you have to kind of respect that. You have to give people room to breathe. You have to leave people alone. You can't be out there making demands on people. You can't be out there demanding proof of this or demanding proof of that or demanding verification. You know, 
You, know, you have to you have to think at it from the other guy's perspective. Like, you know, who the fuck are you to demand anything? You, know, you don't you don't make demands. You don't make demands on people. You know, especially old school guys like him. You know, the old the old school guys. You don't you don't make demands on them. You don't you don't ask for stuff. You don't you don't uh, you don't seek them out. They seek you out. Okay. If he wants something from you, trust me, he'll he'll reach out. He'll reach out to you if he wants something. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't just intrude into someone's, into someone's um, comfort zone and start asking questions. And I, I guess that's really also another generational generational thing. It just comes down to respect, fundamental respect. And I find that a lot of the younger guys uh, have not been trained properly in learning how to respect others or respect boundaries. There's some sort of fundamental lack of respect for boundaries going on in, in America. And I know this doesn't directly relate to my topic, but I think it's something that needs to be said and repeatedly said because, um, you know, a lot of these guys just do not know when to just leave well enough alone. So those are those are some of my thoughts. You know, he really is. He, so he really I, I do communicate on a daily basis he really is doing the things that he's talking about there are custom suits okay there are custom suits there is a there is a definite uh devotion to the ocean to swimming culture surfing culture ocean culture that's it, it's it's very there's a, a long history of investment in that uh in that area of activity believe me and uh, you know he travels a lot. He he really does do the uh, <laughs> let's just say a voluptuary life that he he writes about. Now, you know I say that with a laugh because it's not it's not that's not my lifestyle. Okay, I don't. That's not how I live. That's not my lifestyle, and I'm not criticizing that. I'm not. It's just not. I'm not a. I'm not a playboy. I'm not a. a um, I'm just not. You know, I'm just not that. Uh, uh, I'm just not that sort of individual. You know, that's. Uh, you know, I my skill set. I, you know, I do all right for myself, but my skill sets lie in other areas, and that's fine. And that's really, I think, that sort of healthy respect for each other's uh, separate skill sets. I think is kind of one of the things. Maybe is one of the reasons why that uh, we get along so well is because I don't. I never try to intrude into his area of expertise and he never uh, tries to to intrude into mine and and that's that's really I think uh, there's a lot to be said for that you know there's no I'm not I'm not out here to try to compete with anybody he's not out there to try to compete with uh, anybody else you, know, you can just kind of appreciate each other's kind of es- essence that they have going on you know I think that really there's a lot to be said for that I think there's a lot to be uh, to be said for that, but um, no, he definitely is a definitely is a very very funny guy, and and some of this stuff is just natural. Some of these jokes and and these little riffs that he makes up, he can make these things up on the spot, and that's always been the mark of a good writer, a good poet, a good artist. You know, he does do artistic activities. He does does paint. Does um, does uh, take photographs. Uh, definite interest in photography and uh, a real sensitivity to the creatures 
of the natural world, and that's always been the sign of a uh, of a poetic, artistic soul is is an appreciation for the the uh, the natural world, you know. And that, I think that's something that needs to be applauded. And it always amazed me that before I started talking about his Twitter account or these things that he talks about, nobody else was picking up on this. Nobody nobody was getting this. Nobody could get past the you know, sort of the, um, well, you know, maybe just sort of the over-the-top presentation, maybe, uh, whatever you want to call it. But I immediately recognized what was going on and, and the um, the merits of of what he was saying and what he was doing. And, I, and I've, I've said that from the beginning, and I've, I've kept saying that since then. So... So those are those are I think the, the major the major points that I wanted to hit. You know, he does. You know, we do communicate. He does do the things that he talks about. Uh, you know, he does have an interest in in, in photography and, and painting and living in a village by the sea. He does do the stuff he talks about. And basically, you know, the takeaway not that lifestyle is not necessarily my lifestyle, and it's not maybe one that I would want to live. But I think what we can all learn from that what we can learn from his attitude or philosophy of life is you know life is short there's only so many years that everyone has and you better get out you better get out there and start doing things you better get out there and start enjoying all the heavenly glory heavenly glory out there because the clock is ticking and don't waste your time talking about bullshit don't waste your time with all this other stuff these distractions get out there and start experiencing the real world put down your soy phone put down your soy phone put down your insta soy account your soy book account put on down all that bullshit because at the end of the day it doesn't mean shit and get out there and do something meaningful so consider that the actionable advice Consider that the actionable advice that you can all gain from the G Manifesto's account and that I'm talking about here now. And, you know, he has given me uh, actionable, actionable advice also. I'm not going to go into, the de- <coughs> go into the details of what the actionable advice is or was, but um, it's the type of advice that only someone who has a long experience in dealing with his uh, troop management uh, would be able to give. And it was very useful advice, very actionable advice, and um, I valued it. I, I benefited from it very much. So so little indications like that that I've, I've experienced over the months have, have led me to believe or, you know, made me conclude that you know he really is doing what he says he does and and uh you know he's definitely a, a legitimate legitimate person and again don't be uh don't be distracted by your own expectations don't think that just because you think somebody should speak literally in every little sentence or they should show their face to you or they should explain themselves to you nobody owes you any explanation of anything nobody owes you anything you know you are you are there to uh to appreciate what others have to offer and if that's not good enough then you know you know go somewhere else
go somewhere else. You know, so that's I'll wrap I'll wrap up my um, that phase of the podcast here. Let's now move on to some tweet readings. Let's go on to some tweet readings. All right, let's deal with some tweets here. Let's go to the G-Man's account and let's see if we can read off some great tweets here. Let's start with the most recent and then work our way backwards. And I see here, I am going to build a wall around my village by the sea and make America <laughs> pay, pay for it. And there's a, looks like some impressionist painting of a village right by a cliff with a wall around it. Very good. Now, this is a good one here from a couple hours ago. Never swoop in your bed. The bed is the place where people that do not know how to fuck, fuck, turn your entire place into a sexual jungle gym. Actionable advice. No one is giving this bone density. And this was in response to some tweet by Black Label Logic. Uh, actually, that is that is very good advice. And believe me, that is not just idle banter. That, that that's That's truth right there. Here we go. At the point in my life when I can wait for the perfect barrel, see two beautiful girls, try to swoop them both, do not care if I fail. I move on things that are life changing. <laughs> this is why and this is why I succeed and just be. Most do not reach this point in life, the void. <laughs> so and you the visuals here you've got a wave and you've got a naked girl sitting in a chair. Let me read that again. At the point in my life where I can wait for the perfect barrel, meaning, you know, the, the wave. See two beautiful girls, try to swoop them both, do not care if I fail. I move on things that are life-changing. This is why I succeed and just be. Most do not reach this point in life, the void. Can't be lonely if you know yourself. Most people do not know themselves. And boy, is that true. And he's a picture of a leopard in a tree looking pensively off into the distance. All right, here's a colorful one here. Let's see what we can... I don't know. Been eating tons of oily fish caught fresh in another village by the sea that I run like a fiefdom. I would give this as actionable advice, but then millennial guys will just run off and <laughs> will just run off and swoop a Jewish guy named Ollie Fishbean and eat soy. Zero muscle density, sea slug. <laughs> That's a picture of two sea slugs there. That's a good one. All right. Um, yeah, here's... It's amazing how Americans are always unattractive. Well, not always, but 99.9999% of the time. <laughs> that is that is why I love my village by the sea. Almost zero Americans. Skeletal systems completely fucked up. Might build a wall around my village by the sea. Man, and you know, it's so true, man. You go out these days and you walk around, you see these just god-awful uh, corporeal 
entities who have just spent zero time taking care of their bodies, their health, their attitude. It's just, it's gotten just so, so awful, just terrible. Um, what are you going to do, you know? All right. Everyone constantly yapping about being a creator these days, but are you really creating? Do you have a garden in a village by the sea where you grow and create your own food? Or are you just taking from the world? No one is talking about this. My garden life force. There's a picture of a beautiful girl there reclining by some floral arrangements. Very nice. Honestly, do not even know what the fuck these millennial guys even are. They are not female. They are not male. They are an entirely different species of human we have never seen before. How is the science community not putting all their efforts into figuring this shit out? Well, the reality is the scientific community is part of the problem of contributing to that that trend. Really sad. Really, really sad. So anyway, let's keep going here. Let's see what else we got here. All right. All right. Um, so much jealousy in the world. Nothing good comes from it. Jealousy is just not an emotion I feel. Village by the sea. <laughs> There's a, a tiger. It's a surrealistic picture of a tiger leaping upwards to embrace uh, a missile flying out into space. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, it's almost as if millennial guys. And by the way, in any of these tweets, you always have to put guys in in quotes because it's their their manhood is is questionable. That's why it's in quotes. It's almost as if millennial guys are trying to be weesh, because no one could be this weesh without trying. No one is talking about this. No, they are not. They are certainly not. Google Maps. <laughs> More like Google Soy. <laughs> Google Maps, more like Google Soy. Fuck that shit. Most guys these days do not even know real navigation. Most guys are just swooping weesh per... <laughs> Most guys are just swooping weesh Persian guys. Persian guys named Navi and gay guys named Sean. <laughs> Diabolical what Deep Soy and the smoking ban have done to the soy lennials. <laughs> There's a guy, a picture of a guy with a chart looking off into the star, star-studded star distance over the horizon. Very nice. Very nice. What the fuck ever happened to waking up for sunrise, seeing all that heavenly glory, feeling the power and energy of the universe and all the colors of the world, looking more vibrant, life force picture of a sunrise by the ocean and by the way he really does do this as i've said before he actually does get up walk along the beach see these things and uh experience that that direct uh that direct experience all right couple more here let's 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 see if i can just go back a little bit of distance here all right most guys do not engage their core during heavy workouts most guys just want to get engaged to a guy named Corey and swoop him. 
and eat soy brunches with him. These millennials do everything. <laughs> these millennials do everything wrong. I am so close to giving up on these millennials. This is from May 2018. There's a the chimp hanging over a bra- hanging from a branch. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's see what we can let's see what we can get. A couple more. A couple more. All right, let me just keep going down here. Try to just kind of get some obscure ones that we may have. Most guy. <laughs> this one is from this one is from December thirteenth last year, two thousand eighteen. Most guys have zero tendon strength. Instead of working on it. Most of these millennial guys are just swooping 10 guys named Don and eating a huge soy brunch with them. Now, this is not real real tendon strength. Most people are also not orangutan strong. I got to retweet this one. This one is great. Let me repeat. This is a great. There's a picture of an orangutan. <laughs> There's a picture of an orangutan pointing a finger at the camera, like leaning into the camera. Let me retweet this. This is one that's great. I gotta reread this, and then that'll be the last. I'm not, I'm gonna end on this one. I'm not gonna be able to top top this one. All right, let me reread. Most guys have zero tendon strength, and instead of working on it, most of these millennial guys are just swooping 10 guys named Don <laughs> and eating a huge soy brunch with them. Now, this is not real tendon strength, tendon strength. Most people are also not orangutan strong. <laughs> oh, man. And that is actionable advice. Work on your tendon strength. Work on all your strength. Have fun. Keep laughing and enjoy life. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.